0: Good morning, Liberty. Bienvenidos. <laughs> Hola. Buenos días, Liberty Lovey friends. Good morning, Liberty. I'm trying my best to celebrate <laughs> that Javier was the best. Mille. I love the effort right there. Yeah. That was so good. Buenos días. <laughs> Libertad. Libertad <laughs> Diaz. Bile Javier! Ah! Hey! Goal! <laughs> Argentina, they win. Anyway, welcome to Good Morning Liberty, a place where we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week when we want to, and you can tell we don't speak Spanish very well. But we are excited about Argentina.
1: I'm learning Spanish right now, but right now all I could do is help you find your suitcase or the bathroom, or I could... Uh, ask for a taxi to the airport. Mm.
0: That's about can you it. order uh, an hamburguesa? I Well, yeah, you yeah, can do that. Yeah, could Cheeseburger. What about your pantalones?
1: I haven't got to the pantalones
0: yet. No. Can you find your pantalones? <laughs> no, but I know
1: about vestido and falda and camisa and camiseta and all that. Like, I can yeah. ask for, and that jaqueta and uh, abrijo. I can ask for, like, coats and jackets and I could buy a dress right now if I wanted to. You c- <laughs> uh Cartera i could do that um all kinds of stuff you know uh, right just now the, the fed clothing. haters
0: club is going off because there's people in there that do speak spanish
1: yeah it's um and so we have
0: is, no idea what they're saying no i have no clue until i, I plug it into
1: my google translate i think they're congratulating <laughs> us on how good we're doing speaking spanish <laughs> right now that's uh that's what's happening
0: i just well, thought it'd be a funny way to no, it, was good. it, it was. caught me off guard there yeah, that, you're was, welcome. Uh,
1: that was clearly not planned All right. Well, this is Good Morning Liberty. We talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week when we want to. Smash that follow button, smash that subscribe (laughs) button. And as you can tell, the first thing that we're talking about today is the election of a libertarian president in the country on planet Earth. And uh, I don't know if uh, your mom just said good morning from downstairs. So I guess we have uh, an audience right now. They could probably hear us yelling and all that. Um, So... We have a libertarian president of a country on planet Earth, and I don't know how many times that has happened in history other than some of the first presidents of America, I guess. Um, What are you frowning about right now? Weird pop-ups happening. Oh. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: Anyway, so we'll talk about Javier Mille a little bit, and then if we have some time, we'll talk about what's going on with Elon Musk and Media Matters and X and his lawsuit that is about to take place. I started this off with a... uh, Sorry, no, let's no, with good. a quote here from President-elect Mile. He says, uh, I just saw this one this morning. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, the state is a pedophile in a kindergarten with the children chained up and bathed in Vaseline. So I think that's a great way of describing mm. the, the state.
0: That was translated.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> he He'd,
0: said that in Spanish mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's definitely how, that's not how he said it, but that's how we say it. Um <sighs> Let's talk about some good things first. So the, the, the media, our, our news media is sounding the alarm on Argentina's new far-right Trump radical president. And it, it has me asking what it even means to be far-right. Like if you come in as an almost anarchist, minarchist, and that, that makes you far-right. I don't, I don't really know what scale they're using. Now, in some culture things, I guess he comes out far right, but not far right on economics. Also Trump-like. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And what they mean is he is abrasive. And he says whatever's on his mind. He's not afraid of making people upset when he's talking. He's not afraid of calling people out. He's not afraid of saying offensive things. He's
0: very much populist. I mean, he is a populist. That's yeah. uh, that's true. Which, by the way, if you go back and watch the debate I did with Amanda, it would take a populist message for a libertarian to win. Mm-hmm. And this is proof in the, the tapioca pudding. And man. unfortunately, my my argument's going to be that that's still
1: not that that's not actually a. Enough, but I don't want to rain on the parade yet, but I am going to nate this thing eventually in this conversation because I had a great conversation with a guy named Marcos uh, Falcone. Marcos Falcone, I think was his name. And, Falcone. Uh, yeah, we talked about uh, we talked about Javier Mille. He is a political scientist in Argentina, and he said, no, there's not actually a libertarian revolution happening in Argentina right now. People are just upset, and he's the guy who's saying he's going to Tear the whole thing down, but they—it's not like there's a bunch of anarchists running around down there or straight up libertarians reading Rothbard and stuff like that. They're just mad about the way things are, and if this doesn't go well, they'll topple him within a year. So that's that—that's what he's up against right now.
0: Does he have a dog named Rothbard? I, I don't know. I saw that. I've seen something about
1: a dog. I did I hear something about not, a dog. But... Uh, yeah. So. Uh, The Washington Post says Argentina set for sharp right turn as Trump-like radical wins the presidency. A radical libertarian and admirer of Donald Trump wrote a wave of voter rage to win Argentina's presidency on Sunday, crushing the political establishment and bringing the sharpest turn to the right in four decades of democracy in the country. (laughs) Javier Milei, 53-year-old far-right economist and former television pundit with no governing experience. See, they say the same thing about Vladimir Zelensky in Ukraine. I bet when they
0: talk about him being the president, <laughs> exactly. Claim nearly. No, 50- this is this is making him like Trump.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No government, no governing experience. Claim nearly 56 percent of the vote in a stunning upset. Over certain, sur- it wasn't stunning at all. Like no, it,
0: most it, people it, knew this was happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: The center left economy minister has struggled to resolve the country's worst economic crisis in two decades that he, he cre- has that, that he created.
0: Exactly. <laughs> he has the governing yeah. experience.
1: Yeah. No, this is the crisis that, that, like, they're, this is him that did this. That's why he lost the election. Even before the official results have been announced Sunday night, Massa acknowledged defeat and congratulated Mille. He said, I'm not your Massa no more. Uh, voters <laughs> and this. <laughs> Voters in this nation of 46 million demanded a drastic change from a government that has sent the peso tumbling, inflation skyrocketing and more than 40% of the population into poverty.
0: Woo! 40%. And that's like real poverty, that's by, by the way. This is their American pov- yeah. poverty
1: standards. That's not like you're on a crappy cell this phone This is plan like kind you're poverty, back to living you know? on less
0: than a dollar a day.
1: That's not like your data gets throttled after 100 gigs kind of poverty. No. you know? <laughs>
0: no, this is like you're less than a dollar a day in today's money. Okay. Like literally yeah. today's money.
1: <laughs> With me, like, I don't know what their actual poverty... I don't know if they're talking about absolute poverty or not when they say that, but it's... a. Uh, well, think. <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, think you about...
0: Know. Well, just think about it, okay? What is it? $1 equals 2,500 pesos now in Argentina? Something like uh, it's that? It's
1: more like 1,000. 1, 1,200? Something like that. But still, you know? Imagine,
0: well, let's say you make 10,000 pesos a month. hmm You know? That's not a lot. Now you're only ma- literally making I mean, $10 a month. It's a lot of pesos. Yeah. It's a ton of pesos. Now you're only making $10 a month. If you make a hundred thousand pesos a month, which I, I don't know what the average salary is in Argentina, could probably look that up. Mm, probably could. Um, probably could. But a hundred thousand, you're only making a hundred bucks a month. With mele, hundred U.S. dollars. Argentina takes a leap into the unknown
1: with a leader promising to shatter the entire system. In his first speech as president-elect, Milei Mil- told Argentines that, quote, the model of decadence has reached its end. There is no turning back. Enough of, impo- of impoverishing power of the castle. Enough of the impoverishing power of the castle. Today, we once again embrace the model of liberty to once again become a world power. His supporters joined him in shouting, long live freedom. Damn it. It's, the, it's a quote. I didn't say that, Mom. That's what he said. Okay, or the crowd said. Crowds are crazy, okay. Wielding chainsaws on the campaign trail, the wild-haired melee vowed to slash public spending in the country heavily dependent on government subsidies. He pledged to dollarize the economy, shut down the central bank, and cut the number of government ministries from 18 to 8. His rallying campaign cry was a takedown of the country's political caste an Argentine version of Trump's drain the swamp. So if you say that you're going to take down the political elites, that's just like Trump saying drain the swamp. And that's why he's just like Donald Trump. Of course.
0: By the uh, way, average salary is 45,000 pesos. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That's rough. So. That is rough. That's just above a dollar a day. <laughs> you know? Yep. That's for your average salary. Yeah. They're making so like now a, 40% are in mm-hmm. poverty. Mm-hmm. I mean, they probably are below a (laughs) dollar today. That's what I'm saying. Just do a little math. In today's money. Yeah, yeah. That's today's money.
1: Massa sought to stoke fear over a melee presidency. Massa was the economy minister, uh, the minister of the bad economy. Over a melee presidency, they argue, could threaten Argentina's democracy and way of life. Of course, electing this guy who wants to destroy the political caste as a threat to democracy, just like Donald Trump. But ultimately, anger won over fear. For many Argentines, the bigger risk was more the same. And this is a quote from an Argentine who said, we don't have anything to lose. We've had this type of government for so many years and things are only getting worse. That is correct. Why be scared of just uh, of trying something else? What you're doing isn't working. Uh, a Miele presidency brings the far right to power in the third largest economy in Latin America. I still don't know what they mean by far right when they're, when they're using this terminology. And it could have profound implications for the region and the world. In a continent dominated by leftist leaders, Miele could create tensions with governments he has attacked, including crucial trading partner and neighbor Brazil. In an era of growing Chinese influence in Latin America, Miele could become the region's most vocal antagonist to a country he once called an assassin, China. He's got good words for stuff, you know? He's good at this stuff. Uh, Miele made a name for himself as a television pundit who insulted other guests, and he has shown a tendency to fight with the news media. He has circulated conspiracy theories and raised unsubstantiated claims about electoral fraud. I bet you there's absolutely no electoral fraud in Argentina. No. They've got that stuff on the wraps, okay? Yeah.
0: The total conspiracy theories. I yeah. just love their, their just projection and that, <laughs> you know, just trying to attack someone mm-hmm. because they believe differently. And they try to do it in this liberal arts way. Well, they're afraid of losing power, so they try
1: yeah. to make you scared of this person and yeah. they try to try to tear him down and delegitimize them, you know. He has branded Pope Francis, in Argentine, an evil leftist. Uh, climate change, he says, is a socialist lie. He would hold a referendum to undo the three-year-old law that legalized abortion. Uh, many Argentines chose to overlook the Millet messages that made them uncomfortable. For some, a vote for the outsider was a reluctant yet strategic vote. So that's from the Washington Post. And this kind of thing keeps going. New York Times says Argentina elects Javier Mile in a victory for the far right. <laughs> you know, and it's like, what, what does this even mean? I don't even understand what this means. Yeah. Like the far, the far right, how far right? Like Hitler far right? Are they saying
0: he's Hitler? Em- embrace of conspiracy theories. What conspiracy theories is he embracing that hasn't come, that have not come true?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think saying that a uh, climate change is a socialist lie is one of the, the main things. Um, his, what he says mostly about climate change is that there's no proof that it's human caused, uh, that that is the socialist lie. Uh, anyway, Melee's election is a victory. I'm looking
0: up some of these numbers, by the way. Oh, for the economy! You guys think you that's have bad. a bad in America? <sighs> my God in heaven, not good, huh? I love to be thy name in a helicopter. <laughs> it's it is bad. <laughs> well, I found another on Numbio.com. I don't know how. This oh, says. That's it's my favorite site. Updated for 2023. 20- yeah, go, go there every morning. Um, it says the average. This one is saying the average net salary after taxes is about 400 bucks, but the average rent is 200 Ooh. outside the city. Yeah. 300, close to 300, if you're in the city, that's for one bedroom. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and then the mortgage interest rate is 53% if you want a mortgage. Yeah. That's a lot. 53%. Mm -hmm. You guys think 8% is bad. That's a little too high. I'm not sure I'd be buying a place at 53%, you know. Uh, Preschool or kindergarten is $131 a month. And this is all in dollars, by the way. If you want a a private primary school, um, it's $4,000 a year. People can't. People can't afford anything.
1: No, that's why so many people live on government welfare there to try and make up for it, which then just pushes the prices even higher. And they're not taking in enough tax money because they've nationalized all the businesses and businesses have left. And so they're not taking in the money they need uh, to even pay for the government subsidies uh, to the people that they send. So they print it, which is why their inflation rate is 140%. That number of 53% for a mortgage or you know for for that's not even high enough honestly for there they have 140% inflation rate at that rate the bank loses a ton of money still at the end of the loan yeah like that's why we have interest on things and not just you know we look at usury of course they go a little bit above what the inflation is but when a bank loans you money and they're going to get that money back over 30 years they have to calculate what they think the inflation rate will be year over year so when they get all that money back it's actually worth it to them. And they didn't take a huge hit on that at the end of the day. So that's why the rates have to go up when you're in a high inflation environment. they got
0: 140% year over year right now. I saw a really good point from Hannah Cox, who is, um, on based politics, um, also does a lot of stuff on her own too, as well. She made a really good point. I retweeted that one about how, um, Argentina finally, or, you know, they, they elected this person, uh, Um, But she also made the point of, do we have to get to that point before we realize that we need to do something to turn everything around? Because we're far, looking at these numbers, I didn't realize it was this bad. I knew it was bad, but this is, you just think about what these people are going through. It's real bad. Mm -hmm. They say 40% into poverty and that's like real poverty, like actual poverty. They're like a few
1: years away from being
0: Venezuela. Yeah. You know? So, do we, does America have to get to that point or can we look at some of this stuff and be like, okay, let's try to turn this ship around before we are actually starving in the streets? Unfortunately, the answer is no. Uh, We will not do that because this guy's terrible. This guy's a terrible person. We're reading about how (laughs) terrible he is.
1: Well, it's actually, here's the reason this happened because so many people are upset. This didn't happen because uh, a whole bunch of Ayn Rand books went out to everyone five years ago and they finally got through Atlas Shrugged. And they were like, oh, okay, well, we should vote for a libertarian because that's the way to do it.
0: No, they didn't. There's enough people that are backed into a corner. Yeah.
1: And so they're saying we have to go for someone who's going to change things. And it didn't, that's the problem here is that this probably didn't happen because of some libertarian philosophical revolution happened in the country. It happened because these people have no other option, but to try something different from what they've been doing. And so that's, I'm kind of with. What has to happen.
0: Some days I'm with uh, Councilman Yep here in our in our live group, Fed Haters Club. He said, "Let's speed this train up so we can fix things fast." He's voting for Sanders and AOC <laughs> in 24. Collapsitarianism. I. That's the way to do it. Sometimes <laughs> I think we may need to go there. I think we will. Let's go, go there. ahead it's and take burn. A long time. Let's burn it up quicker, <laughs> so that we can get the liberty faster.
1: <laughs> there we go. Uh, let me see. Uh, they mentioned Donald Trump, of course. Uh, I will say, Bolsonaro, luckily, Argentina Brazil. didn't
0: break out into a civil war. That's a good point by Copperhead. You know, it didn't take a, a civil war for this to happen. For this to happen, yeah. enough people were backed into the corner. They were able to peacefully elect someone. Who, who knows what's going to happen? It like, can he actually get rid of the central bank? Probably not. No can he actually institute a lot of the things that he wants? Probably not. Well, the thing is, he's so going to receive a lot of pushback. But I'm hoping obviously as a libertarian we're hoping this experiment goes well.
1: The thing is um if the videos we see of him are from like of him pulling all those names off the off the board, you know. Afwela. You know, he pulls off pulls off these things. Um he's changed his tune a bit like in the last couple months and that's what um Marcos, who was on the show a couple months ago, was was telling me that he's actually backed off on a lot of these radical policies, the, what some would consider radical, uh, because he needs the support of the labor unions and people like that to actually get anything done. And so it's not going to be the crazy, abrupt change that a lot of libertarians are expecting to happen. Um, at the end of this Part right here says, so still, some political analysts say that Mr. Mille's ascent reflects many Argentines' desperation for change rather than support for his far right ideology. Uh, some voters share his extreme views, but there are others who voted for him because they see Mille a way to express their frustration in the face of an economic and political reality that has been ugly to them for a long time, uh, says but a person. Why has of history. it been ugly to them? That's the thing. Like, will they it's still going to help. Like a lot of people are going to adopt this philosophy because this is happening, but I'm still personally worried about what happens when uh, the transition takes place, because there's going to be a lot of pain during the transition. When you're moving from, I'm living off of government money to I have to get a job or, you know, and actually work for the money, or maybe I'm going to get even more poor for a minute because the government has to stop paying out this money and these subsidies and things yeah. are going to be tough for a period of a, of a few years, and if this abrupt change doesn't happen and work and show signs of actually having more prosperity within one term of his, then he's not going to get a, reelected or yeah. whatever. I don't know how often you can run. I don't know if you get one term or two or
0: eighteen over there. You know, some you countries Tr- it doesn't matter. Did you see Trump's comments? Previous slide. Now that he was proud of him. He's proud of him. Yeah. He's going to make Argentina great again. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> MAGA, still MAGA. Uh, quote They don't look at Mile's ideology. They see that Mile is angry and that Mile is proposing a break. Uh, failed economic policies have long left Argentina with one of the world's most perpetually unstable economies. Yet, even by its standards, the country is in one of its worst crises. Annual inflation has soared past 140%, the third highest rate in the world. More than two in five Argentines now live in poverty, and the value of Argentine's currency has plummeted in April 2020, the start of the pandemic. One dollar bought 80 pesos. Uh, this week, one dollar bought nearly 1,000 pesos. Jesus Christ. Woo!
0: So that's not good. Literally, if you're making the average is 45,000 pesos a month. hmm You're making 45 dollars. Yeah. 45 bucks a month. That's a dollar50 a day. You there could you go. Hardly get the upgrade for Netflix <laughs> for that price. You know, you can uh, only support one Netflix account. Yeah. <laughs> um, economists and political
1: analysts have said Mr. Mele lacks the political support and the economic conditions to pull off such a radical change. Uh, his nascent Liberty advances party holds just seven of the 72 seats in Argentina Senate and 38 of the 257 in its house. Uh, Mr. Millet has recently softened some proposals after blowback. So we'll see what happens. Uh, people in the group saying, "Yeah, he has. He has acknowledged this. That this is going to have to be gradual. It's not exactly going to be the image of a chainsaw cutting through or blowing up the central bank or anything like that. Like that, and it does take time to do this. You can't just do it overnight. It took time to get here. So, but like in that um, in the interview I'm referencing, which I re-released this morning, just so people could hear us talking about it." Uh, My, my fear is what happens if things do get worse before they get better in this transition, because if the population is just upset about the terrible conditions that they're living in and they're not actually on board with the philosophic change that he's trying to implement, uh, then they'll, they'll throw him over the, they'll throw him off the plank uh, just as fast as the last guy, you mm-hmm. know, because if they're voting based on what their personal financial conditions are and not because they believe in liberty and they they believe in personal property and free market capitalism and, and all this, and they've agreed that it's going to take 10 years for this to happen, then they'll, you might not even make it a full term. This is still we'll a see. net
0: win for liberty, though. Of
1: course it is. It's I Of course still, it's it is. going to turn
0: more people to, to the ideology of, Liberty or libertarianism or whatever. And I think it's going to move more people globally into that movement, regardless of whether the majority, you know, uh, out him. The reason I bring it up a couple
1: of years or not. The reason I bring it up is not to uh, rain on the parade, which it sounds, I mean, I've already done that quite a bit. Um, it's typically what you do. I know the reason
0: I bring it up. If is, you want your dreams to <laughs> die, bring them to Nate. It's, you know, that, you know where they say where dreams go to die. That's my house. That's Nate's house. Yeah. Yeah. Any dream you die. have, it doesn't matter. <laughs> if you want, if you're like, man, I dream of having a family one day, tell that to Nate and you, your family dreams will die mm-hmm. right there. The reason I bring it up <laughs>
1: is our country and Argentina and all the other countries, uh, I want these changes to truly happen and for them to really happen, it needs to happen truly in the population and not just the guy, the executive at the top, uh, doing this because for it to really stick for it to really last, the change has to happen in the people and the people elected him. He won 56 to 44, which is a, which is a landslide. It's the most popular victory, uh, in 40 years, like since they became a democracy. And so he's the most popularly elected president that they've had in that time frame. Um, for this to really stick, the change has to happen in the population philosophically. And that's, you can't stop working on that because the election was won. You know, you got to keep preaching these principles in this philosophy. And that's our job. That's what we do.
0: Hey, you know what? The Fed Haters Club did in a really English. good analogy here with Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Andy Dufresne. Yeah. And you're red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have hope that we're going to get out of this mess Mm -hmm. and I, and I dream and, and, and I, I do things to accomplish that. Yeah. But at the end, it's Andy, Andy
1: loses hope and, and Red's trying to keep him, you know, from, from hanging himself or whatever, you know, saying, you can't talk like that, you know, well, you know, he's leaning up against the wall, he's sitting up against the wall and he's talking all the time. He's like, I killed a red.
0: I didn't pull the trigger, but you know what I'm saying? it was right before he escaped. I know <laughs> he wasn't actually going to do it. He was just having a moment of self reflection, which hardly anybody can do.
1: All right, one really, <laughs> one really funny thing that's doing great on our Twitter right now. You search Javier Milei, and we're actually in the uh, in the search results. Oh, nice. Um, far, this is for a, a CNN article. It says far right outsider Javier Milei wins Argentina's presidency, and just below at the bullet point, Milei's victory puts the peso's future in doubt. That's,
0: because it's doing well right yeah, it's now. It's
1: so good right now. <laughs> yeah. Now, someone pointed out, and I'll, I'll be honest, he literally wants to go away from the peso and use the American dollar instead. So he is literally putting the future of the Argentine peso in doubt. Yeah. Okay, but that's not what they meant, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. And the a funny part is, I read the article, and they don't. It's not an economic article at all. They don't mention the peso, or they don't mention. The, they say one line about dollarizing and. The rest of it is just all the bullet points that we've already gone through and everything else. Trump, Trump, Trump. This Bolsonaro, that the far right, this far right, that. And uh, I just brought up the chart of the uh, peso over the last ten years. <laughs> and um, as far as yeah. the future being you in have doubt, shorted, that <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was it was falling even before that. That's mm-hmm. just a ten year button that I hit on the chart. Uh, but even then, this is compared to the U.S. dollar. Uh, it was let's just say point one six uh to the u.s dollar and then now it's point zero zero two i i believe if you're trading currencies yeah this is you want to short that or you want to buy the dollar versus the argentine peso yeah and then you look at the uh inflation 142.7 percent in october year over year projected to go up to 180 percent by like december and it's just it's skyrocket. This is this is hyperinflation territory. Their average since twenty seventeen is fifty seven point six percent inflation. We talked about nine point one percent under Biden last summer, and you're talking about one hundred year over year, and projected to go up to one hundred eighty, and then it's going to be up in the two hundreds before you can even turn this ship around. It's a tough ship to turn around right now. So we'll see. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, tenacious Nick D said it's sad. The USD is a better model. It is. And actually you look at the U S the dollar has actually been really strong over the last few years because they compare it to a lot of the other currencies around the world. Uh, and it's actually been, it's actually been pretty strong, uh, since, uh, since COVID uh, in relation to all of the others. So that's our talk on Javier Mille. I'm not, I know I say a lot of negative things. Like Charlie said, this is overall a good thing. What I worry about, see, I couldn't hold off and just say positive things. It's not
0: White on Wednesday. The so. problem
1: is, if it doesn't go well, if the change is not real in the population, this could actually end up being a very negative thing for for liberty. Uh, as the interviewer referenced, again, he said this could end up having the word liberty banned for the next 30 years from public discourse <laughs> if this goes poorly for for them. So... That's what I worry about uh, when it comes to things like this. Um, My bad. (laughs) Nate is Eeyore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh,
0: I guess I'll mm. go home now. I just want it to be real. Okay. Anyway, let's... um, uh. You always think about how things can go wrong. You know what my therapist said to me not that long ago? He said, the what if game goes both ways. Yeah. What if everything goes right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? I just think it's good to... Which, by the way, you can find a great therapist at BetterHelp.com.
1: Slash GML. Slash You can get 10% yeah.
0: off your first month. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Man, Daylight Savings Time just happened. It and did. I got to tell you, I hate it. it the make- reason I hate it is because it gets dark. And darkness leads to being sad. It...
1: It can. It really it can. can. We're coming up on the holidays too, and that's a time of the year that people get really sad as well. Uh, you know, you're dealing with your your families and stuff like that. A lot of scheduling things that happen. I get super stressed out about all the scheduling. So, what do you have issues with that? I don't and know. then
0: it doesn't last long enough. Yeah, because like the holidays can be really fun, but it's the, it, to me, it's really about the sun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, you know? that's really what it is. It
0: gets dark, mm-hmm. and then I get dark.
1: But oh, what you you know doing doing therapy by the way could be kind of a bright spot. Charlie, I know that you do some, do some therapy with your BetterHelp better guy every now and then. And it can kind of be a little ray of sunshine. It's you know, actually you're amazing. Missing that, yeah?
0: Yeah, I love BetterHelp. It's one of my favorite things to look forward to as the week. Has it actually helped? Yeah, a lot. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, tell. as I one of tell. my friends, yeah. you, you know what's happened <laughs> this past year. And yeah. so
1: I've done, I've done therapy too, by the way, not, not with BetterHelp, but I, I've done therapy and it it helps. So, I mean, I, I know so some people are reluctant to do that and maybe it could be tough to talk about things, but tr- trust me, you're not going to regret it. You, you'll be happy that you did it. Uh, so if you're, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge.
0: Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash G-M-L. Musk,
1: Elon Musk, is threatening a thermonuclear Lawsuit. That's a dangerous lawsuit. <laughs> against media, the lawsuit to end all lawsuits against Media Watchdog calls advertisers oppressors. Okay. Um he's talking about Media Matters, which is a left-wing organization that their goal is to try and get advertising to stop on anything to the right of Bernie Sanders. And so if any advertising happens. They try to find a, a word. Or they can take stuff out of context or they can take a controversial thing that you said. And they try to lobby those advertisers for the company to stop their advertising or else they'll blast out that your company supports people who say things like this. So and it is my goal in life to get on their radar.
0: That's what I've been wanting to do yeah. this whole time. Mm-hmm. I think we're probably, <clears throat> well, we're not on the radar, but if they watched any of our stuff, we'd be on their list. So there's this thing, uh,
1: this thing that happened uh, last week, X started losing a bunch of advertisers like Apple and Microsoft or IBM and, and all these, all these big companies pulled out. And it was because of this report from Media Matters. And what they showed them was that their ads were getting served up next to like pro literal pro Hitler tweets. I'm not just talking about people who are voting for Donald Trump. I'm talking about people who were actually praising Hitler. And I'm not talking about that journalist from the New York Times either. You know, like actual Nazis. Yeah. And so you these days you look at the post as you're going through, there's advertisements under the post and so the people that post that can make money off of that. Okay? Um and so they showed that there was some an Apple advertisement under like a a thing praising Hitler you know, uh, what people think a spiritual awakening looks like. And it's this girl doing yoga. And at the bottom the spiritual awakening is actually Hitler and a bunch of crazy people. And there's an Apple ad uh, beneath it. So they got this report over to these people <clears throat> and a bunch of people dropped off. What Musk is finding out is that Media Matters created three accounts and followed 30 accounts similar to the ones in the article. They then constantly refresh the timeline Uh, 13 times the number of ads served to this user as opposed to the median user. Uh, 50 impressions served against the content in the article out of 5.5 billion that were served for the whole day. Um, And basically they created new accounts, followed very specific accounts to tailor ads to that person, and then went to a controversial post and kept refreshing that post until an ad finally popped up underneath it. And that's that's what happened. They screenshot it. They did a report and now all these people are backing out. Okay. And so now he's saying that he's going to sue them. Let me just get to their blog post on this. Uh, This is what X put out about what media matters is doing. Charlie, go ahead.
0: All right. Here are the facts on media matters research to manipulate the public and advertisers. Media matters created an alternate account and curated the post and advertising appearing on the account's timeline to misinform advertisers about the placement of their posts. These contrived, uh, contrived experiences could be applied to any platform. Once they curated their feed, they repeatedly refreshed their timelines to find a rare instance of ads serving next to the content they chose to follow. Our logs indicate they forced a scenario resulting in 13 times the number of ads served compared to the median ads served to an ex-user. Of the 5.5 billion ad impressions on X that day, less than 50 total ad impressions were served against all of the organic content featured in the Media Matters article. For one brand showcased in the article, one of its ads ran adjacent to a post two times, and that ad was seen in that setting by only two users, one of which was the author of the Media Matters article. For another brand showcased in the article, two of its ads served adjacent to two posts three times, and that ad was only seen in that setting by one user, the author of the Media Matters article. Me- meaning the screenshot that we just showed, that ad
1: that showed up under the the pro-Hitler, pro-Nazi post could be, could be the one where literally that Media Matters author is the only person that saw that ad next to that post. No one else saw it. And they were trying to get it yeah, there.
0: and they yeah. just kept refreshing until an ad finally popped up. Media Matters article also highlights nine posts they believe should not be allowed on X. Upon evaluation, only one of the nine organic posts featured in the article violated our content policies, and we've taken action on it under our freedom of speech, not reach enforcement approach. So that's their explanation. I'm kind of torn on this, though, because in a free market, you know, Well, yeah, with freedom of speech, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I think Media Matters can... Do this, and then this is the this is where the war should play out. Their argument, not in a lawsuit. The argument is that
1: they misrepresented to the companies the actual situation.
0: Then it's X's job to go back to the companies and say, "Hey, you you're following misinformation. Here's the proof," and then but get now, those a, get those advertisers back.
1: But now what they're doing—that's freedom of speech. Because now what happens Voting is, with
0: dollars is freedom of speech too, if Elon. Those,
1: if those companies come back... I and think the, we're going to disagree on this one. If they listen to... No, I'll, I'll get you. Um, <laughs> if, they, if they listen to Elon Musk and he's like, hey, no, this, was a, this is a sham. And let's say Apple is like, okay, we're going to start doing ads on X again. Well, that does damage to Apple's reputation because according to all the people who watch the news... Uh, that means Apple is okay with their ads being served next to pro Hitler posts. Like the story's already gone out. The damage has been done and the damage was done by media matters misrepresenting to these companies and getting in the out to begin with. Now, if those companies go back, they're going to have brand damage associated with them because of this, because the story's but already Does this qualify
0: happened? under any type of slander? I guess, yeah, I guess reputation damage.
1: Yeah. I mean... For those companies, like it's already gone up. And well,
0: I meant for X though. Like yeah. you, So you're manipulating data mm-hmm. to ruin the reputation of a company. I don't know. This is tricky. Yeah. All right, see, I already told you I'll get you on that. No, I'm just thing. saying it's tricky.
1: <laughs> uh, the uh, Here's an interesting post. So uh, Stephen Miller, who uh, worked for Trump at some point in time, that becomes important later on, uh, basically saying that they committed fraud by doing this because they are an actual organization and their job is to present this data to companies on what's going on with their advertising. And by doing what they did, uh, they're saying that that was fraud. Stephen Miller says fraud is both a civil and criminal violation. There are two dozen plus conservative state attorneys general. Elon Musk responds saying, interesting, both civil and criminal, dot, dot, dot. And when, when he says stuff like that, I always go... Interesting. Both civil and criminal. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I hear him saying it as, like with a top hat, maybe something like that. Civil and criminal. Yeah. Okay. So that leads to this article headline, Elon Musk and Trump Abe want journalists jailed over ex-Hitler expose. (laughs) That was the Uh. post right there. All he says is fraud is a civil and criminal violation. And Elon Musk says, yeah. And Here's the article headline. <laughs> Elon Musk and Trump Abe want journalists jailed over the Twitter ex-Hitler expose from Media Matters. <laughs> now, all they point to, not any other words that anyone said, all they point to is this right there. That's it. <laughs> and, and then they talk about the same story that we just told you about. Users pulling out because of this thing going on. And there's a paragraph dedicated to saying, this exchange right Man. here that happened. Meh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I get that
1: from... So Stephen
0: said, meh, and <laughs> Elon responded, meh. They support Hitler.
1: I get that from Titanic when he's like, perhaps we should uh, do the women, women and children first. And the captain's like, women and children first. Meh. <laughs> that's what he <it> says. <laughs> Anyhow, that's like the article... An advisor to former President Donald Trump, Elon Musk, and Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey have called for journalists at Media Matters to be jailed <laughs> over a report. Now, just saying that it's a criminal violation could be a fine or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the um, what the exact statute says has to happen, but they haven't even called for them to be jailed. They just acknowledge the fact that if they are guilty of fraud, that is both a civil
0: and a criminal. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: violation. So anyway, anyway, that could have been like a dumb bleep. I still
0: don't know. This is tricky. This is, this is tricky.
1: I, I don't, mean, I think it's well within X's rights to sue media matters. If they, if they found that they were fraudulently Damaging manipulating the system, you know, uh, to do damage to them. And you got to ask like, why would they do this outside of uh, you know, whether or not they have the right to do it. But why are they doing this? They're doing it because they don't like the fact that there's free speech kind of on Twitter. X. They don't like the fact that people like me and you or people like uh, some of the doctors that were censored during the COVID times or even Trump or anyone like that has the ability to go on X and reach millions of people by posting things. they asking want asking questions. They want to shut that down. They want it censored because they're a far left... <laughs> extremist organization that wants only left wing versus voices to be able to make any money off of ads, which is how you eventually shut people down. Like you uh, believe it or not folks, eventually you got to make money doing this <laughs> or you'll stop
0: doing it. Also, I, I, I'm i not saying you might turn me. I'm just thinking this through. If they do file a lawsuit that could lead to an investigation, which could then you could get the electronic communication at Media Matters and mm-hmm. find out what the motivation was behind mm-hmm. putting this article together. Yep, that's why. It's... And and yeah, so final lawsuit opens up the avenue to subpoena records, and you could find out what the motivation was behind these types of things, and then you could prove, yeah, fraud.
1: You could get them can saying prove, in, a, in a Slack channel, yeah, we're just gonna create these organ, we're gonna create these profiles, and we're gonna like these specific people, and then we're just gonna go to a a post and keep refreshing it, and eventually. Their system's gonna let an ad come through, you know, and you just kind of get detailed information yeah. on how they planned to take down X, why they plan to take down X. And mm. this is like the biggest organization doing this. They they do this for everyone on Fox and Newsmax and OAN. They do it for the podcast world. They list they literally have people who listen to every big podcast and try to find things that they said that are objectionable, and they take that, and they take it to the show's advertisers, and they try to get them demonetized as a way of taking down that those talking points from being in the public hmm. ear holes. Interesting. So it, uh, it would be good. It'd be good, I think, for this to come out and for Media Matters to take a hit on this. Yeah. Okay. So, well. Especially if they willfully, fraudulently did this as it seems they may have.
0: Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I still feel <laughs> like you can beat them with the truth.
1: Maybe. Unless they try to bankrupt him. You know, I mean, you're talking the problem with Musk is that he's got loans and he, that he has to sell Tesla shares for, to try and pay the loans for, for Twitter for, for X. And the interest is going up. And there's an incentive <laughs> to take down X. So you can also take down Tesla so you can fully destroy Elon Musk you yeah. know and all of his net worth so there's a you know yeah. you're saying there is you're a doctor saying? evil there's a a lot of doc there's doctors a whole hospital full of with a mini me doctors evil
0: yeah in a lair probably in a lair with mm-hmm. sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their freaking heads probably probably yeah hmm. laser beams mm-hmm well maybe Mike Myers wasn't too far off
1: nope he was right on. All right, man, let's go. <laughs>
0: All right. If you enjoyed today's episode or not, share it with a friend or don't. And leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And go follow us on X as they're trying to take it down. <laughs> you know, go follow us there. Actually, we have a bunch of social media. Yeah. Tick Ticks, Tick Tocks, Tick TikTok Anonymous. Tick Tocks Anonymous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're on there. YouTube, Instagram, Facebooks. Where else? And um, that's Odyssey yeah it's the other one it's so bad that Odyssey. i wish odyssey was more popular the rumble rumble yeah let's get ready to rumble
1: odyssey is the best video platform like the thing for yeah i mean it it runs so smooth so much better than youtube
0: go follow us or don't and uh share the front hey you know what i hope everyone has a pretty good thanksgiving you know i've been negative recently and and you guys listening to the show and i've told you I don't care whether or not you have a good day or bad day. I'm being sincere when I do hope you have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah. How about that? Mm-hmm. I am being sincere. Some people are alone on holidays, and that's sad. So
1: you'll be positive when it comes to
0: genociding Native Americans? Well, I'm just... When people are able to get together. Okay. I, I really believe in community. I believe in human beings being able to be in the same room. I wish I shared your feelings on I this. Know. I, I, I just... If you were actually alone, Nate? Yeah. Think about it. That's true. I've you, never actually been alone. Exactly. <laughs> because you're scared <laughs> to be by yourself. That's why. <sighs> Even though you want you don't like a whole bunch of people, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't like being in solitary. Would you? I don't know. There's no way of knowing. For a week or two, Max. We'll see. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) what I'm trying to say is... We're still recording right now. I hope that you have a good holiday. And um, yeah, if you don't have anywhere to go, Fed Haters Club has my address.
1: There you go. Show up at Charlie's house. I'm hosting
0: Thanksgiving. So if you don't have anywhere to be, then come hang out. I mean that... I do really mean that, actually. Um, Come hang out. We're going to be doing a big Thanksgiving on Thursday. And uh, lots of... My family's here and they're crazy. So if you want to hang out with crazy people,
1: gonna watch the Cowboys lose to the Redskins. Get them. Oh, sorry, Commanders. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. I'm all thinking about you know well, Native, Native Americans and stuff. Surely they'll beat the Nah. They're not going to. They're going to lose this one.
0: You think they're going to lose to the Native Americans? Yeah, football team. No, the Wash. They're the Washington Commies. No. Oh well. Yeah, but they still represent the Redskins, <laughs> Nate. Anyway, do all those things or don't. And if you do or don't, then we'll be back again tomorrow for the last show of this week. I believe Nate has some interviews lined up for the rest of the week so you guys can still get some good morning liberty over the holiday break. Um, But until then, hope you have a good day and a good morning liberty.